0: The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play Fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash on their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. You know what that theme music means. It is time for the fourth episode of of the CFL gambling podcast. Here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he's CFL Jim. I am Rod Via Gomez bringing you uh just the reactions and the glory of a week of CFL football. Jim, we were talking about a little bit offline. How happy are you to have this game back?
1: CFL is here and it's oh, it comes in with a bang. Love it. Week 1 was fire. The games were electric, there was the storylines were fantastic. What a way to start off for the CFL.
0: You could not ask for a better start in my opinion. Like the CFL for everything that it went through the last couple of seasons, not having a 2020 season, barely having a 2021 season and and just to be able and then of course not having a preseason for the for the better part of of the strike. Being
1: up in the air for the entire offseason was like really, really kind of like a teeter-totter sort of thing going on. But all that's out the window now. Week one's in the books. And it's CFL time, boys.
0: Nothing short of another wave of some ridiculous pandemic is going to slow it down. So uh, you can cut that out. And when it happens, go ahead.
1: (laughs) Don't you put that juju on us. Don't you do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying, I've lived through enough of them. Hey, look. I know this isn't the USFL podcast, but I'm just happy we made it through a regular season of another spring league at all, right? Don't you say that either. We still have another week to go. Stop it. Ah. You stop it. <laughs> I'm throwing the hex. <laughs> throwing the hex, kids. Uh, all right. Yes, like we said, uh, just a, a fantastic week of football. Uh, there was some stuff that we just could not predict that happened through this. Uh, we tried to do our best of handicapping week one, like we said, but Jim, this this didn't follow any scripts, did it?
1: I'll be honest. There was two big takes I had that I got completely wrong, the the tie cats being one of them, and of, we both really missed on the, uh, on
0: the lions. <laughs> yeah, we sure did.
1: <laughs> Who could have seen Nathan Rourke being as good as he was?
0: I, Nathan Rourke's parents, obviously. You saw him in the stands cheering him on. <laughs> they loved it. The whole family was there. In fact, Grandma was watching somewhere in Nathan Rourkeville too. So yeah, it was uh, it was insane, but. Yeah, for as good as week one was, I mean, we're in for a a fantastic week, Two. So let's just begin by breaking down the slate and and going through some of the lines that we've got going on. Jim, it begins with the Montreal Alouettes taking on the now, well, the Toronto, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Toronto Argonauts, who are playing their first week of the season after taking the bye. That kicks off on Thursday night again. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, we're seeing Toronto in action for the first time, and we're seeing a couple of new Argonauts take their uniforms, and that's Andrew Harris and Brandon Banks. The lines that are opening up right now uh, over uh, like negative three, not minus three for the Argonauts, uh, and that's even at 110 for both on on this. The, the three-point spread is even at both. Uh, the over-under set at 47.5, and, and the Argonauts are the favorites. This line kept moving. Uh, it was... Somewhere in the 160s when I first saw it, now it's at minus 155, and then the Alouettes at plus 135. So, Jim, as we break this down, what are your initial takeaways from these lines?
1: So, first off, this is the first Argonauts game, so my my mentality of betting the overs still stands for this game. I also just, I I was saying it in the preseason preview, I think Toronto has the capability to be the number one offense. They have so many weapons, so I actually just legitimately like the over, especially with how Montreal played in week one. Um... My, it's, it's the rest versus rust. Like Montreal got to play. They played pretty competitive against Calgary. They looked good out there. Do you think the week one under their belt, does that help them here? I, I'm still, I, I, I'm coming into the season still high on Toronto. So my gut tells me I want to play minus three, but that's a hard one. This is a hard game.
0: It's a tough game. The only,
1: I'm only comfortable on the over. I am comfortable with that.
0: Well, so there's no hook. Right, so this is three, and the last game that the, the Alouettes played against the Stamps ended in a three-point game. Uh, it was yep. a last-minute field goal, which very well could end up being another opportunity for that to happen.
1: It very well could. This could be push city all all over. I might get a little cheeky and do like a double parlay money line with the Argos just to get some plus money on there. I, I do like them to win. I'm going to go minus three. i I just like this Toronto team. I'm too high on them. I'm too high on the Argonauts and this offensive firepower that I'm expecting them to have.
0: I am expecting the same thing, but two things stop me from this and that they did play a very tough Calgary Stampeders team and he they did. did play them to almost the end uh, were it not, f- and of course, you know Jake Mayer coming in and and leading the charge. Who would have thought that? But uh, give me the Alouette side of this, and I don't I want the money line. I want the plus one thirty five. I'm okay with the points uh, because again, this could turn into another field goal situation. So if you give me the Owls on the money line, I think that they can actually win this game because, like you said, rest versus rust. Uh, I want I want the Alouette side because they just played a very emotional game and. You know they're out for it again.
1: I like this. I like that we're disagreeing off the bat. I like it.
0: <laughs> I'm keep it, you. keep
1: it fresh. I am. I am like my best play of this game is the over. I think that's gonna. I th- I'm pretty. I'm locking that up
0: at forty-seven and a half. Yeah, I'm taking that as well. Because I mean, just like you said, these both of these teams can put up points. Montreal put up twenty-seven last week. Exactly. And and Toronto is fully capable of doing exactly that. So uh yeah i like that as well and and here's the thing about it too with the owls the only thing that really stopped them i think in my opinion was vernon adams mistakes that and the fact that william stand left early due to an injury and he'll be out for six weeks too by the way uh is that
1: what it was i didn't see the actual timing on that sucks yeah that that was like the only damper on the first game like it was so hype and everything that one injury was the only thing that was like
0: Yeah, but uh, uh, Jeshron Antwi uh, actually did a hell of a job. He ripped off a 70-yard run.
1: He's good. Yeah,
0: although the rest of the six carries only equated to 28 yards, so he's got a lot of work to do if he wants to run against this Argonauts defense as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I agree. Well, I don't agree. I have plus 135 on the the, uh, money line with the Alouettes, and you have the over- as at least the lock on this.
1: I am also taking the minus three. All right, you're I'm not awesome. gonna be a coward and I'm not gonna cower away from picking spreads. I, I'm not <laughs> in my blood.
0: I just I just like to win people money. That's all there is to it. So
1: I, I, I like the I like I this is tough. The spread is tough for me because I think three is like the number. If there was a if it was a three and a half, I'd probably go Montreal. If it was two and a half, I'd be all over Toronto. Three, I'm going to think Toronto gets like an extra touchdown here. I think that offense is good enough to like get a touchdown where maybe Calgary would like get a stop somewhere. I I, I like Toronto a little bit more.
0: Well, and then you got to think about what maybe happened if Bo Levi Mitchell would have stayed in, and it wasn't Jake Mayer leading exactly. the, the last drive. You know, not to say that Jake Mayer can't do it because he did it last season, but who knows? Uh, all right, let's move over to the next game. That's Friday Night Football. It is a Non-Labor Day rematch, we talked about this last week, between the (laughs) Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Ottawa Red Blacks, who, by the way, my Red Blacks, ladies and gentlemen, actually looked like a contender this this year. Yes, they lost to the the Blue Bombers, but it was not a blowout. It was not. We weren't sitting here thinking to ourselves, well, what do we got going on this year? We only lost by two points. It was uh, Winnipeg 19, Ottawa 17 in Winnipeg the day... That the bombers watched their championship banner get hung. We almost hung an L in the W.
1: Run it back, run it back, baby. Give me. So I'm seeing red blacks at like plus six. It, so the last game was what? We got it at nine, nine and a half. They're they're getting the books are getting a little smarter here. Six is a good number. I still like the Red Blacks here, especially plus six. I might sprinkle a little bit on that money line at home, baby. I'm actually going to roll with the under, though. Both these defenses looked really good, and uh, the offenses, especially Winnipeg, left a little bit to be desired. I am all over the Red Blacks here, though. All over. Give me every part of them.
0: Just like Jim said, the line is at six. Uh, the spread's at six. The over-under is at 43.5. And then if you want the Winnipeg part of this money line, it's at minus 240, juiced up quite a bit because they still seem to think that uh, Winnipeg is going to bring it. And then Ottawa's at plus 195. I'm with Jim. Give me the plus six on the Red Blacks. This is a home game for Ottawa. They have not, they, they have disappointed in TD Place for so many years. That it it's difficult to get behind Ottawa at home, but I will say that this with this team and with the way they looked last week with Jeremiah Masoli. Uh, you know, he's the
1: real deal. By the way, he I think I think he's the that's the key. That's the di- big difference maker. The big Kahuna.
0: Yep, and, and Masoli right there. Jalen Acklin, if he would have not dropped that pass, that was a touchdown. That was instant. That was his pit. That was a dropped six right there for, for Jalen Acklin. And that, I almost thought that we were in for it after that. I thought, well, that's it. We're, we're, we're in for a game. But no, he actually did a hell of a job. Certainly missed William Powell in the rushing game. Devontae Williams only nine carries, 33 yards in that game. Jackson Bennett came in for four for 12. So, you know, this is going to come down to hopefully um, being able to, to get a running game going next week against Winnipeg. But Jalen Acklin, despite dropping it, Six catches, 143 yards on the night.
1: He looked good, and both teams seemed to like be lacking a little bit of a running game in the in the game last week. I love Ottawa at home. I'm also seeing I'm seeing a team total for Ottawa at 18 and a half. They scored 17 in Winnipeg. Give me that over too.
0: That's a great bet. I love that one. I, I'm not seeing that one, but boy, give me that too because that you're right. 17 on the road easily can be another and and again, like I said, if Jalen Acklin caught that pass which he catches, I hate it when they say this, but he catches nine times out of ten, uh, he would have done it. It would have gone to six, and that would have been over.
1: Maybe if he was at home, they would have caught it.
0: Maybe if he was at home, he
1: would Maybe have Maybe that's the it. difference.
0: Uh, but, yeah, I mean, look, I, I love the way the Red Blacks are looking, and it's not to say that uh, Winnipeg can't do it as well, but Caleros, 188 yards, passing only one touchdown. Like you said, Jim, no rushing game. Brady Oliveira, 10 for 17. I mean, you could tell that they're missing Andrew, Hellis, a- a- Andrew oh, yeah. Harris. Andrew um, Harris, but it was the former Red Black, Greg Ellingson, that was the best for Winnipeg. Six catches, seventy-four yards for Greg Ellingson, and that touchdown. And then Dalton showing out of nowhere, five catches, sixty-nine yards. None of the big receivers in this game for Winnipeg really made a, a factor. and It was the two newcomers. So we'll see.
1: I wonder if, in some regards, like both Winnipeg and, and like Kenny Lawler, kind of regret. Letting him go, letting him walk—you
0: got to think that that. I mean, Kenny Lawler was their heartbeat last year.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like it's got to be a mutual. Like they're both kind of upset because Kenny Lawler's not doing too hot right now either. <laughs> oh,
0: poor guy. He did not find much love, uh, and boy, it hurt. You watched him play that game, and he just—he was frustrated from the get go. We'll talk about him in the second half or in the in the second quarter. But yeah, it was uh, it was a rough go for Kenny Lawler.
1: So. Uh, In this game, I am my favorite bet maybe of the whole week is the Red Blacks plus six. If it's not the over in the Toronto game, it's the plus six here. I feel like I'm on. Give me me that spread.
0: well, I'm on that for sure. The plus six. I like your underplay as well. This is going to be a defensive game where you know these guys very much could uh, battle it out and maybe only score twenty one points. You know, twenty two points and to to nineteen.
1: Yeah, I could very see, easily see this being like a 14 to 20-point game, something like that, something wonky like that. I would love to see like a 21, 24 to like 17-point game. I still think that gets me the under. So
0: Well, you got to figure, too, both of these guys' as kickers are, 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 are nails, right? I mean, you've got yep. Lewis Ward on the Red Blacks who does nothing but kick field goals. Like, it, There's been instances in the Red Blacks' history where that's the only points we've gotten in our entire game game is from lewis ward and then of course brett lawther uh, over there in winnipeg he ha- he went five for five last week too so that'll tell you something as well
1: oh yeah i think i think these guys are in for more kicking less touchdowns
0: which is fine all right so that is ottawa plus six uh that's it minus 110 i mean it's the same difference under there minus 110 43 and a half i want the ottawa money line at plus one i was gonna say
1: sprinkle some on that money yeah.
0: line might as well i mean this if you're gonna go ottawa might as well go ottawa all in in my opinion uh and and go red blacks
1: i think they could do it i think they could do that it's on the this is the the reach around situation i think the red blacks should be in a good spot
0: i concur all right we're gonna step away for a break and come back for second down and talk about the other half of this slate but before we do Let's talk about win bet. Make sure to get down on the win bets. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to 2 In free bets If you bet $500 On sports or casino Before July 31st 2022 You are going to get entered To win the ultimate fantasy football Draft experience at Encore Beach Club Including a two night stay at win resorts For you and your entire league Get on this, multiple entries Are allowed, plus All of you who bet $100 on NBA or casino can be entered into A prize drawing to attend A DJ Diesel If you don't know who that is, it's Shaq. That's right, Shaq O'Neal. He's performing at the Encore Beach Club at night as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. So much to choose from and all you got to do is download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let's move on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing plat- fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably are like me and have a million and one fantasy leagues on there. That's all right. I know I use it for most of mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing the new over-under game. It is super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball, hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you are correct in your picks... You can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason that I'm excited about the over-under game on Sleeper is it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest so we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and, more importantly, copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop right now. What you doing? Download the Sleeper app now to play their new Over Under game. Go have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone by joining our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $100 That's right. Join our squad. Get the 100% deposit bonus match at sleeper.com slash SGP Terms and conditions apply See Sleeper's terms of use for details Jim Hot boy, summer's back. <laughs> Did you it's know? Back it is a back, and we are brought to you by Manscaped, as we always are, gentlemen. Father's Day also is just around the corner. Our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure that all the father figures out there are looking like daddy material this June. Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 includes their signature lawnmower 4.0. It's a perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. That's right, it's no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer by getting 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. All right, Jim. Yes, my friend.
1: Before we get back into it, I just want to say I actually use Manscaped to give myself a matching mustache on the downstairs.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Look at you. Handlebar.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah! If, if you for if people like go check out my Twitter profile page, just imagine
0: that—that's Tom Selleck meets your downstairs manscaped is the way to go. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, I, I'm not, probably not ever going to get that for Father's Day. I think I'm just going to uh, ride with the one I've got. I want like the super one, but uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. I got to okay. move on up a little more. <laughs> Maybe start a few more shows on the network, and then we'll go. There
1: you go. Just. Eventually, just have your own wing, the <laughs> Rod, the Rod Wing of SGPN, where it's just like it's it's like twenty shows that you're just doing.
0: And then maybe, and then maybe Manscaped will send me something, uh, kick me down some free stuff. That'd be awesome. Uh, all right. Speaking of kicking down, uh, the Stampeders probably kicked down every door in the locker room after their last game uh, in excitement uh, because they ended up beating the Alouettes. Now they go and face another Eastern team. In the East, this time, uh, the Stampeder is heading to the Hammer to take on the Tie Cats over there in Hamilton. And the line opens as such. We have a two point spread for this because it's a close game. Uh, the, the books are thinking. The over under set at 46 even. The Stamps, Jim, underdogs at this, at so plus 110, while the Tie Cats are at minus 130. Interesting situation we have brewing here, yeah?
1: So I have three theories for this. One is sometimes you want to fade a team that's coming off a big win, that Calgary got a big win opening day of CFL, so maybe that's why they're underdogs. But Hamilton, especially offensively, looked out of sorts. Like, their defense still looked pretty good for the most part in that game. It kind of crumbled late, but I I put a lot of blame on that offense. They're missing some weapons. Dane Evans may end up being the guy, but early on this Hamilton offense just isn't doing it for me. I think this is a wrong team favored. I'm going to go with my gut and go Calgary here. I think they're the better team. I think I might just forego the plus two and just go straight on the money line. It's hard for me to look at this Hamilton team and do anything but an under, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, last week, they only scored 13 points against Saskatchewan. and Saskatchewan's a pretty tough defense, too. They were all over Dane Evans. They forced two interceptions out of him. They held the running game, and this gym is the most telling stat of them all. They held the running game to, between two, their two running backs, 12 yards. Now, Braylon Addison, their receiver, got one jet sweep for nine yards. Matthew Schiltz, uh, their, their backup quarterback, got four yards, of course, on short yardage carries. Dane Evans got one yard. But between Tim White and Don Jackson, seven carries, 12 yards.
1: Disgusting like not good disgusting like bad disgusting this was like a terrible offensive performance from Hamilton all credit to Saskatchewan the Roughriders defense is fantastic but you got to do better than that
0: yeah you cannot for the life of you trust Steven Dunbar every week not to say that he's not good Steven Dunbar two catches 75 yards one big one was that 71 yarder so he only had 4 yards on that next catch uh, he had a seventy-four, a 71-yard t- touchdown catch, did Steven Dunbar. Braylon Addison, eight catches, 72 yards. You know, Poppy White, four catches, 56 yards.
1: Like, passing-wise, they did pretty decent, but this offensive line looked a little suspect, too. And the biggest factor in a bad running game to me is that your offensive line isn't where you want it to be. And that scares me against this Calgary team looked, like, feisty. They looked like they're coming in with a lot of energy. And offensively, obviously, they looked really good.
0: So, I, I think the one thing that could drive this what's line. What's the
1: injury situation?
0: This is what I'm talking about. This is what might be driving this line is that Bo Levi Mitchell might be a little bit hurt. But again, we saw that Jake Mayer can still get the job done. He led that last drive for the, the field goal, for the game winning field goal. He's a competent enough quarterback to not tank the Calgary Stampeders when Bo Levi is hurt. But Bo Levi Mitchell's not in a boot right now. He is literally in practice, yep. taking snaps, taking reps. He's going to start. Calgary's going to win.
1: I Even even if he doesn't, like, play full-time, even if, like, Bo Levi Mitchell gets pulled, I could
0: easily see Calgary winning, like, a 17-13 game. Easily. Easily. Because, again, all it's going to take is for Kadeem Carey to get hot and, and keep racking up yardage and keep that clock moving. Then, you know, I and Hamilton... I don't think they're going to stop Kadeem Carey. They didn't have much of a of a running back to, to stop last week. Uh, Jamal Morrow nine carries, fourteen yards. You know, Fajardo was the leading rusher, and he carried ten times for forty two yards. So, you know, there there wasn't a running back to speak of. And that's what we said too last week that Saskatchewan does not have that clear number one back.
1: Yep, and like. It was a defensive struggle. Like Hamilton's defense is a good defense, but that offense just puts it in such a bad position. At least based off of week one. Like maybe I'm reading too much into one week, but this offense just leaves nothing for me. Like, I don't I, think you're reading. Into I a can't. Week. I can't buy into it.
0: Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you're. I don't think you're reading into it. This is literally the state of the tie cats right now. Losing Masoli. Everybody clamored that Dane Evans was going to be the guy, and that you were fine because he proved that he can do it with Masoli out. But you take away Masoli, you take away Banks, you just you can't really do much from there. I mean, and Sean Thomas Erlington got a few carries, but still, I mean, no, he didn't get any carries in this in this game. Nope. He actually got a catch. He, they were using him in the passing game, so they couldn't even get Sean Thomas Erlington going. So yeah, I mean, tie and I think from there.
1: like a handicapper's perspective, with Masoli gone, he has like that it factor. Like I th- I do think Dane Evans is a really good quarterback. I think like Hamilton could end up being still pretty decent this year. I still, in the long run, I kind of like them, but especially early on in the season with how long the season's going to be, I'm fading the hell out of them.
0: So you're leaving the points. You're not gonna you're not gonna go. Touch I, the team. I,
1: if I if I'm going anything, I would go plus two. But like, I'd rather see. I'd rather wait around. Like, we'll probably get some injury news, and it'll probably go down to like one and a half or something like that. With like. Bo Levi Mitchell fully starting. If I could, if you could find a three, hammer that, hammer that. I'm gonna bore. I'm gonna just go straight money line. I'm gonna go Calgary money line and the under.
0: Calgary money line at plus one ten. The under forty six at minus one ten. Does not having a hook scare you? Or you do even Uh, think they're gonna come close?
1: I with Hamilton playing the way they do, like. You're going to rely on Calgary to score a lot of these points. And I still think that Hamilton defense is good. I could see this being like a 21 14 game, like <laughs> very yeah. easily. Yeah. I
0: mean, when you think about it, Bo Levi Mitchell, he's not one to throw for a ton of yards, anyways. And his receivers are so fantastic. But even still, they're not going to
1: want him to get banged
0: up either. No. No, so they're going to lean on Kadeem Carey, and I think they're gonna, that's going to be a major clock control issue for them as well, and I think you're right. It's going to keep the score to a minimum, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I like that under as well for the Ticats and the Stamps. Let's move on to the final night or final game of the weekend. Another Saturday doubleheader wraps up with your Riders versus some team that ended up putting on an Elks uniform from Pop Warner.
1: This was maybe our worst preseason take. We really thought they were gonna have some energy and play with like go, like get out there and if you look like you can see it Rob, but the viewers listening can't I have the BC Lions logo behind me because they were the surprise team of the week for me. um Edmonton Elks look just bad out of sorts, sloppy and just just bad
0: it was it was horrible. Well, okay, look, so the Lions do have the week off. They have the bye week. Let's talk about them for a quick second. Just in in terms of what they ended up doing to the Elks. They beat the Elks 59 to 15 with a first half that just they scored 14 in the first quarter, 28 in the second quarter. Jim, they poured it on and did not look back. There was nothing that the Elks could do at that point at halftime. I mean, they were already down <laughs> so much that there was just no coming back from that.
1: Yeah, halftime comes around and I'm like, I'm I'm I have the game on my side view. The USFL game's already over at this point. And I'm just like, oh, uh, I'm gonna play some video games on my other TV and keep an eye on this because this one is over, over. Yeah. This yeah. one's
0: done. They're cooked. It didn't even start, to be honest with you. 14-3 in the first quarter, and it just didn't even look like the Elks had anything going at all. It looked like the Lions could do whatever they
1: wanted, and they did do whatever they wanted.
0: They did not <laughs> shy away. But for for what it was, Nathan Rourke, the Canadian quarterback, ladies and gentlemen, let that not be forgotten. Don't, don't
1: forget, he played in the MAC, but he is a Canadian quarterback. That's, that's a huge deal.
0: That's a huge deal. It's a huge deal for the sport. Uh, They talked about it so much on the broadcast, but I I think that's worth reiterating that it's a huge deal for the sport to have a good Canadian quarterback. We know that those are not easy to come by, so Nathan Rourke, 26, only three, he he threw as many touchdowns as incompletions in this game. Three touchdowns, 282 yards, just fantastic day, but let's not overshadow his rushing game, too. Seven carries, 78 yards, two touchdowns for Nathan Rourke on the ground.
1: I mean, one of those came on like a made, like a huge run he had.
0: It was a 33-yard run that he had on that God, touchdown.
1: Yeah, was He was awesome. Beautiful. Um, this was, that was a fun game. It e- was. Even in a blowout. Even in a blowout, it was a super fun game.
0: James Butler. Don't
1: forget, don't, yeah, don't forget the XFL legend James Butler cleaning up. <laughs> two rushing touchdowns, two re- pat- two receiving touchdowns. If you had James Butler on your like DraftKings lineup or a fantasy lineup, forget about it.
0: Absolutely. 17 carries, 108 yards. So you got that 3-point bonus for 100 yards. It was just crazy. Lucky Whitehead Caught all six of his targets for 110 yards. Keon Hatcher, who just signed an extension, congratulations, Keon. Four catches for 55 yards and a touchdown. Then James Butler, like you said, two catches. Brian Burnham and Dominique Rimes, the two super veterans on this team, to co- combined for seven catches and 62 yards. So it was uh, it was Lucky Whitehead's day.
1: Uh, also, shout out any book offering uh, CFL player props. Just I I want to I want to just. Put that energy out there.
0: Yeah, definitely look for a few of those because uh, we, we need some. Give us some player props. Thank you very much. And this was like the, this. This is the the exclamation point. We I, I don't know
1: about you, but I was talking with other people. They thought this was going to be like a kind of meh ending to a great week one, even though it was a blowout and it was a blowout for minute one. This was
0: still a very fun game. I agree. I, I very much enjoyed it. Like I said. Because it had a little bit of everything, and it was just a, a great game. Now, if you're a, a Elks fan, eh, you probably didn't like it so much, but you're looking forward to Saskatchewan, maybe. I don't know.
1: But you have to wonder going into this week, when they're playing the Rough Riders, when the Elks are playing the Rough Riders, is this – so was that a game where the Lions are really good or the Elks are really bad? I think it's somewhere in between. What? I think the I, I think the Lions might be better than we both anticipated. But, man, these Elks. <sighs> <laughs> no, but the Lions
0: are better than anticipated. But here's the thing. The Elks, we read the names off last week. We Nick Arbuckle, James Wilder, Kenny Lawler, Darrell Walker. They have dudes. Manny Arsenault. Like They've got dudes. You're right. And and so all it takes is for these dudes to figure it out against the, stand, or the Riders. But uh, to be honest with you, Jim, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, this spread is quite big. Six and a half. Uh, In the over-under at 48, the Elks are massive underdogs at plus 215. The Riders heavy favorites at minus 265. Is there a bet in there at all, Jim, that intrigues you whatsoever?
1: So this is the highest total of the week, which is wild. But if Cody Fajardo plays like crazy good and the Rough Riders go, go nuts, this Elks team can't stop anything. I could see another like forty point game from like a single team. Yeah, I it's could. really hard to get behind that big of a number though. When one you like, I can't trust Edmonton to score more than thirteen. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it gets a, a better defense than last week.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't see that happening either. I, I, I want the under on this. I really do. This is. Under- I,
1: I'm with you. I think I'm with you on the under here. Yeah. Like, there is a world. There is a scenario where I can see the Rough Riders like just. I can see the Elks just folding over. And the Rough Riders just going ham and scoring like forty-two on their own, but I don't see the Elks scoring more than like I don't I don't know if they get to double digits.
0: It'll be tough. It'll be tough because you're right. This is a much bigger, it's a much stronger defense than their than they faced last week in uh, in BC. But even still, like I don't know that the Rough Riders are going to put up a whole lot of points. Because they don't have a running game really to help them. I mean, it's all on Fajardo, and we talked about it. Yeah, Fajardo got it done last week, but it was more the defense than it was them.
1: That's that's. I think my my safest bet here is probably the under. And then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take those points. Give me the six and a half for the Rough Riders. I this Elks team, not not with it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I can't. I can. I mean, they beat Hamilton uh, by what uh, seventeen points last week so yeah
1: thanks in part to like a really big fourth quarter and like a fourth quarter collapse by Hamilton and I still think Hamilton's better than these elks. Did.
0: Oh for sure. Yeah easily. That's, that's not even a question. So
1: that's not even a question.
0: All right. So uh we're gonna go ahead and agree on the minus six and a half for the Riders. under forty eight on this and then I mean if you want to touch the money line I don't know. It's it's minus two sixty five that's that just seems like kind of not good enough value. So, uh, like
1: I was saying, this might be the situation where I do parlay like the Argos and the Rough Riders, just because then you can get some plus money. I, I'm seeing
0: like around plus one twenty. Oh, that's a good bet. There you go. See, Jim scouring the books so you don't have to. <laughs> uh. Yeah, like and they're the like they're
1: the two favorites that I really like. Like, freaking Winnipeg's a huge favorite too, at least on the money line. And I just don't see the value there. Like I am confident, I, I like Toronto. That's my kind of like they' my they're my sort of, but I am very confident the Rough Riders win this game. They're like a lock. Yeah, <laughs> they're I can't lose it.
0: The Elks are gonna be just the, the class of the bottom of the West this season until they get it figured out. Um, and I almost I almost th- thought I we dodged a bullet over there in Ottawa. Uh, after I watched Arbuckle play last last week. I was like, oh, this guy, maybe we dodged a bullet by bringing Masoli in instead of Arbuckle. So, I don't know, pretty happy about it.
1: I think you may have. I, th- I, I think you may have. I I like, I, I, I am warming up to Masoli more and more and more. I really wish, in hindsight, he would have been more available at the CFL Media Days because he would have been a really fun interview.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, plus I got a little soft spot for him anyways because he was once a former 49er, so... You know, just got that going for him as well. All right. Uh, We are going to step away, come back for third down, lay down a few fun bets and our best bets for the weekend. Let's talk about Athletic Greens, though. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their new AG1 supplements. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. All of these things, and it costs you less than $3 a day, plus you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery in Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. Who does not love free? With your first purchase, all you got to do, visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Bet you didn't know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP cfl gym and all kinds of other prying eyes that's why i use ip vanish vpn to make it truly safe and private and secure on the internet ip vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100 of your data that means your private details passwords communications browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden ip vanish makes you virtually invisible online it is literally that simple you can use ip vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed so your computers Tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30 day money back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish, super easy to use. All you gotta do tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take back your privacy today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's com slash SGP. We're in this to win some folks some money and to have some fun talking Canadian football, Jim. So uh, that is what we... Make third down all about is is giving you some fun bets, giving you some things to look at that might be out of the box, and of course, just locking down our favorite bets of the week. So, Jim, I'm going to begin with you and give you the floor for one of your favorite bets of the weekend.
1: I'm going to start it out. It's it's the end of the the first game, so situation where first games, I bet the overs in every CFL game. My favorite one so far is this Montreal Toronto over. Both really good offenses. Both. Uh all right defenses but I think the offense is going to get theirs. I am just super high on this Toronto O and I think Montreal proved that they could score with just about any of these teams. Give me the over forty seven and a half. That might be my favorite play of the weekend.
0: Yeah. This is gonna be one of those ones I think where the offenses are gonna have it together this week. And and you know, Vernon Adams, like I said, one more, one less interception and he's in business a little better. And and I you've already laid out the Argonaut side of this as far as Brandon Banks and Andrew Harris and McLeod Bethel Thompson at the helm. We didn't even bring up his name. No, uh we
1: didn't and yeah they got names
0: they got dudes, like you said. They got dudes, and they can put up points. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is definitely not hard to see a 25-25 and above game out of both of these and easily crush this over. Uh, all right, so I gave you last week the Red Blacks end of the first half plus 5.5. Thank you very much. That one cashed because, I, like I said, I knew that the Red Blacks were going to keep it uh, really close the entire game. And, of course, they did. They only lost by two points, so... Um, that that first half uh, spread cashed, so I want to give you a first quarter bet this time, and that is the Stampeders money line first quarter. I'm not going to give you a spread. The value wasn't there on the spread; it was actually on the money line for you. This is at plus 100 uh, for just the Stamps to be up by one, by 100 doesn't matter. The Stamps are going to be in the lead at the end of the first quarter because look, the the Stampeders like to come out. And and own the ball in the first quarter, so their first possession is going to be grind it down. They'll probably get in the end zone with carry, uh, or they'll kick a field goal with Paredes. Either way, they're going to end that first quarter up over the Ty Cats.
1: I like that one quite a bit. I just I see Calgary coming out hot, and I just Hamilton's offense still scares me. It scares the bejesus out of me.
0: Well, Calgary always has the good receivers. We talked about it a lot. Richardson Danny out of nowhere last week had a had a big hundred yard game. So it wasn't even any of the big ones that they're they're expecting big games out of. It was Richardson Danny who who came down with a, a good game. And I think again, it, the matter of of being able to be up after the first quarter for the Stamps is not out of the the realm of possibility. And and I like that a lot. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and take that.
1: I like that. I have a very cheeky play, like a very fun, just like root for it play that I I, I still like the value. So we both like the stamps and we both like the red blacks here. And I think we sprinkled some on the money line. Why not put those two together and have yourselves a super fun underdog dream parlay? Do it. Dang. I'm going to do it.
0: (laughs) That's, I'm telling you, this is why we're doing this. We come up with fun little bets like that just to wet your wits, because everybody can bet the over-unders in the...
1: Well, I've got, like, I've got my favorite parlay. I've got, like, the Toronto uh Saskatchewan one is a little, like, that's, like, Toronto's the one that could mess that up for me, but I just... Rooting for a nice underdog is always fun. And you can getting, like, I like the value on it. Maybe, since there are one game's Friday, the other game's Saturday, maybe what you could do is you could just, like, regular parlay it, not just, like, do it... Not just, like, straight-up parlay it, but, like, roll it over do that and that could
0: be real fun. And and just like you said, it gives you rooting it gives you rooting interest all throughout the entire weekend. You know. Oh yeah. But see that's and that's something that Cody and I talk about on the NASCAR gambling podcast in that you can bet winners, right? But it's so much more fun to bet matchups to bet finishing positions because then you've got interest it through the entire field, right? So in bets like this, you've got interest through the entire game. You don't have to wait till the end of the Stampeders game to cash your money line in the first quarter if it hits, you didn't have to wait till the third quarter even to cash your first half uh, spread yep. last week. You know what I'm saying?
1: I also really like uh, Ottawa
0: team total over 18 and a half. I, I really like that one. That is a fantastic one. I like that one as well because that means my Red Blacks are probably going to end up winning that game as well. So, uh, all right, I'll give you my second. I like the uh, Riders Elks game. The first half under. 23 points at minus 105. Again, we talked about how this probably is going to hit the under anyways. And if you're telling me that, you know, this is going to be a, I don't know, a 10 7 first half, uh, I could very well see that. A 10 3 first half, even if it's a, a 20 to nothing first half, I know that it's going to end up probably being under 23 be- before it's all said and done.
1: Love that one. Uh, my probably, my third one that I'm rolling with is probably the Calgary Hamilton, just straight under. Calgary might score some, but I just I can't see Hamilton scoring very much whatsoever.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's going to be tough. Like they don't have a running game to speak of, and that we know that in the CFL, yeah, it's a pass happy league. But you, you see the stamps, right? They've got Kadim Carey. You saw uh, Winnipeg with Andrew Harris. You see Montreal with William Stanbeck. Like these these running backs are overlooked, but so important to an offense that can score.
1: That is one hundred percent, one hundred percent why I'm doing that, and I don't know about you, Rob, but what I do is I do this, I did this show last year called uh, CFL Certified, where I just I parlay all the money lines just because it's it's just something I do. It's it's just a fun thing to do. Uh, so for like college football and NFL, I'll pick five teams that I that I parlay. It's very easy to do that in the CFL because you can just do all the games each week. So I'm parlaying the Argos, the Red Blacks, the uh, Stampeders, and the Rough Riders all together.
0: Ooh, that's a fun little parlay. What is that giving you at?
1: I am seeing this right now at let's take a look see. That's a little like plus uh, one thousand fifty, plus ten fifty.
0: <laughs> I love it. Man, that is a off the, the cuff one. I love it. That's gonna give you good payout too when that happens
1: sprinkle 20 bucks on that
0: beautiful Uh, all right and then for my last bet i'll give you the alouettes money line i know that we're on opposite sides of this you like the argos but i like the alouettes uh at plus 135 like i said i just think that that week that they were able to play and and get themselves their just offense down their defense down a little bit more yeah the argos are going to come out hungry but they're also going to come out a week behind everybody else in preparation so um yeah, I don't know. Give me, give me a little sprinkle on that one, just to, just to see if it hits.
1: Do it. Just do it.
0: <laughs> just do it. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so those are our favorite bets of the weekend, and of course, we hope that we broke down the games for you well enough. We're in for yet another exciting week of CFL football. So many great games on this slate that it just, you know, start on Thursday, watch them all. And, and don't just, you know, you're done by Saturday.
1: It's yeah. It's so nice. Like they got the Thursday night football being back is like, I like the USFL doing stuff on Friday. That was all really fun. Having football on Thursday is just a beautiful thing. It's it, it really makes the week. It makes my Thursdays to Sundays go by like that. It goes by so quick.
0: It sure does. And then of course, Friday night football celebrating. It's 25. I love the, the little Friday night football theme. Uh, from from way back, and all of the Friday oh, Night Football yeah. clips. So much fun.
1: Get nostalgic with it.
0: Get nostalgic with it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jim, why don't you let everybody know where they can follow you on social media and find all of your stuff throughout the week?
1: You can follow me on Twitter, uh, at XFLJim. That is my handle. I cover not just the CFL. I do XFL, USFL, MLFB, X uh, I I do it all, and I... Twitter, like I get real weird on Twitter, so just be prepared for that. Uh, also, hit me up on YouTube uh, at XFL Jim. I got uh, a couple good things in the works. I do a CFL recap there, uh, starting now, and I do a USFL recap there, also starting now. Like a fun little uh, like news video. It's kind of it's a, it's gonna be a really fun deal. Introducing CFL Jim. He's a very fun guy. He he smokes darts and talks CFL. That's what he does.
0: You know, I used to think that if there was anything with an FL, I covered it. But you, my friend, leave me in the dust.
1: Oh, dude, the X League right now is one of it's. That's my. I love it. It is about although to right off. now, right now, I've gotten really big into the A7FL, which is super fun. Holy cow! Well, I Do smell. Do you like know another. what that is? No. A7FL is seven on seven full contact no pads. I
0: think I've heard of that, but I just didn't know it was called the A7FL. Holy it's cow. awesome. Well, I smell another podcast coming on.
1: I, uh, I wish I could bet it. I wish you could bet it.
0: Driver. Oh, my God. I've got everything firing <laughs> off at the You're wrong time. You're on so time. many shows. Ah, This is the one I'm looking for. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at RJV Gomez. <laughs> Figure out which show I'm trying to plug the end of here. Follow him on
1: Twitter. He, you're getting like inspirational. I saw your tweet today.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to pick myself up as much as everybody else too. Some days you just got to remind yourself that you are in this and that everything is going your way, right?
1: Yeah, you're running miles like you're you're getting you're with it, bro.
0: You know, it, it, we get lost in the grind, but uh, you know you got to find your way out of it. So. Again, follow me on Twitter at RJV Gomez. Find everything that uh, is out there as far as the SGPN world on the Sports Gambling podcast website. Subscribe on the SGPN app and you can catch not just my shows, but everybody else's shows out there on the pod on the network. It's great stuff. So, until next time everybody. Jim wants to say one more thing.
1: I will say one more thing. If Edmonton like makes the playoffs, I will eat raw elk.
0: I, I believe that. Yes. <laughs> I believe yes. that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you hear it here first. Uh, I'm pretty sure that one's safe, though. So <laughs> until next week, when the playoffs start and the Elks make it, <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Have some three-down fun and let it ride.